Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Tuesday, the 6th day in February of 2024. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Tuesday. We're going to start with the Federal Trade Commission. It's an organization in the United States dedicated to ensuring the safe and fair practice of technology, whether that's through the radio, whether that's through the internet, etc. Now, the FTC has changed its mind in a way by upholding a ruling in Idaho. An Idaho judge ruled that a private company, Kocheva, would face enforcement action because of their activities being a data broker. Being a data broker just means that Kocheva collects data on individuals through a variety of means. And the issue here is that federal agencies are saying that Kocheva collects location data that violates users' privacies. Previously, the FTC was going to dismiss a suit against Kocheva for violating privacy. Now, interestingly, Kocheva says that they protect the privacy of their users, that they scrub their data sets, that they do sell for location data. And the CEO says that this case isn't about the company Kocheva, but rather that the Federal Trade Commission wants to make an example through the courts that they can create laws centered around privacy without approval of Congress. In other words, it's a way for the government to make rules without voting on whether or not those rules should exist. So there's a lot of politics involved in this decision. What you need to know is that privacy is taken very seriously by the Federal Trade Commission and by the government, but there are definitely some ways that this needs to be processed, that need to be ironed out, and right now Kocheva is in the crosshairs and could drive whether or not the FTC should arbitrarily be allowed to uphold and or define what is privacy law. We're going to stay in the courts because if you were trying to go to court in Pennsylvania yesterday on the 5th, you may have had an issue. The courts were plagued with issues throughout January that hampered their efforts to provide basic services to the people of Pennsylvania. Things like paying your fines or tickets or the docket used to track your case all had issues. And that continued late Sunday night, the 4th into the 5th, when a distributed denial of service attack took down electronic filing systems used by the courts, specifically systems that track appointed guardians and other key elements. And this is incredibly problematic because the courts need to run smoothly. They service huge numbers of diverse claims, whether that's domestic disputes, whether that's weddings, whether that's divorces, whether that's traffic violations. All these things need to happen. And if you're in the state of Pennsylvania, unfortunately, cyber criminals are making that very, very difficult. So be aware in Pennsylvania that if you have a legal issue, you could be facing long-term delays. The United States government, through its uh, cyber infrastructure security organization known as CISA, is offering support to help the Pennsylvania courts get on the right track to continue operating securely and not be victim to these attacks. So there are movements to help. But again, if you're in the area, expect some delays because cyber criminals are trying to make your day a little bit longer. Speaking of longer, a few years ago, 
there was a notorious shutdown of something called BTCE. An individual was arrested years ago that was in connection with BTCE laundering millions of Bitcoin valued at over $4 million at the time. That value is obviously inflated now, now that Bitcoin is worth more money. And in an ongoing part of the case, an individual that was arrested late last year in December, uh, Alexander Klemenka, is uh, facing up to 25 years in prison because we now know, based on investigations from the Department of Justice, that Klemenka controlled and maintained servers based in the U.S. that were used to support BTCE, specifically through a company known as SoftFX. So Klemenka created this company, SoftFX, that ran servers in the United States that hosted and ran all the data used by BTCE to launder millions of dollars, most of which came into BTCE servers via cybercrime, such as ransomware and data theft. So uh, the Department of Justice in the United States arrested and is convicting an individual for cybercrime, and that should make everyone happy because it serves as a warning post, if you will, or at least a deterrent to other cyber criminals who are looking to similarly try to make millions of dollars. We're going to fly all the way to China, where we're going to end today with a group that has been dubbed by researchers from Group IB as resume looters. And this is really important because resume looters are making a vast amount of money by selling details that they steal from job seekers. In 2024, as the population booms and people look for work, we flock to online job sites, huge numbers of job sites. And resume looters were able to compromise over 65 different job searching sites in November and December of last year using a variety of well-known attacks such as cross-site scripting, for example, as well as SQL injection attacks. And these attacks allow the resume looters to gain access to data you host on these sites, such as your phone number, date of birth, your resume, and other sensitive data. And all of this data was found on sale on the dark web to Chinese language-speaking cyber criminals. So it looks like individuals are trying to sell resume data to Chinese criminals who will likely use it for fraud or other illicit purposes. So when you put your resume on a job site, just know that those details could be stolen by cyber criminals, that resume and job-seeking services online are being targeted by cyber criminals and that your data could be in the hands of criminals. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Tuesday. It's going to be a great one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a medical student, Emily Kahn. 
Emily Kahn's getting a sincere tip of the cap because as a first-generation college student at the Georgia Institute of Technology, she recently was awarded a $20,000 tuition assistance by Kaplan. And this means that she'll be able to finance her future medical school education, ensuring success and motivating her to be the best doctor possible. So to you, Emily Kahn, for your dedication to your education, for setting the example that you can, even if you're a first-generation student, find ways to be successful, a sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on learning.